Welcome to Left to Burn. We're talking today about the second round of the French elections with Maxime Satonet, communications director of Battleground. Max. It was the best out of the two, at least for France for the moment, even though it was not ideal and we can't say that Macron was elected very well, but that's that's what we have and what we will be working for for the next five years. 41.5% of the vote, though, for Le Pen. That's really uncomfortable. It's very uncomfortable. Macron, compared to five years ago, Macron lost 3 million votes and Le Pen won 2 million votes. So she's improving. The, if, if we were to, to graph the results over time, Macron is, is really losing steam. And if we were to project for, for some for a potential results in five years, it doesn't look good. Essentially, what we're looking at is an inevitable Le Pen presidency just delayed for five years, as we discussed earlier. We will see what will happen during these five years. Maybe some, some opposition leader will manage to, to rise and to, to take on some part of the electorate that is not happy with Macron. So now, now we, uh, we have our eyes on, on the next elections that will happen in June, um, where we will uh, vote for the French parliament. And, um, and this will also decide of, a bit on the trajectory of uh, where France will be going for the next five years, because, well, for sure, um, Macron's party will not get a lot of seats. Um, therefore, there will be um, a mix of, uh, of powers in this parliament and we will see what coalitions uh, get created. And um, so what we can, we, what we can uh, guess already is that uh, Marine Le Pen will do, uh, her party, Rassemblement National, will do very good. Usually they do better on elections that have a, um, a lower stake than the presidency. So we can expect them to be in the top three political groups in the in the parliament in France. And then France Insoumise was doing very well um, in the first round of the elections. So we can also expect them to be to create to 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 to, to create a big block on the left and to get some seats as well. And then the other parties, the mainstream parties, I think they are dead. So we will see how many individual politicians manage to to maintain themselves in in office but um i don't have great hopes for them regarding france insoumise uh, do you think that they can and will tie up with other left parties for the parliamentary vote melenchon has indicated that he'd like to be prime minister yes in order to be prime minister i think that politicians need to be able to to unite all of the forces on the left. And, and Mélenchon so far does not seem to, to be ready to unite the left. The basis for the negotiation on a potential coalition on the left has been presented by Mélenchon. And one of the, the criteria that he has, uh, one of the requests that he has is that the allocation of seats um, should be uh, made according to the results of the first round of the of the presidential elections. Well, this is not realistic because the the Greens or the Socialist Party or, or the people on the left of Mélenchon 
will not agree to to have uh, two or three percent of the seats only because they know that their electorate may have voted for the uh, vote utile, the useful vote, and may have voted for him just in order to to save the republic from being attacked by by Marine Le Pen. Therefore, I don't know. Um, Mélenchon's um, proposal is is not that serious. I I think he just wants the power, but he's not making a step in the right direction and he's not trying to unite the left somehow. Yeah, it's problematic. All we're hearing amongst the the center-left press is a uh, continuing complaint about the fact that the center-left parties are, are as responsible for Marine Le Pen's electoral success as Macron because they failed to find a, a common front to campaign on. I think it's also the, the problem is that they had too many candidates. A former um, justice minister of uh, François Hollande, um, her name is Christiane Taubira, she, um, she organized like a, what she what she called a popular primary in order to try and get one unique candidate for the left, but she she did not go about it very in a in a like very well because she she forced every other candidate to to be a part of this primary and um, without without the them actually campaigning for it or anything, and she did it, she did it online but on her own. And in the end, she only managed to get 460,000 people to register to vote in this primary. Less than 400,000 people actually voted. She arrived first in this like fake primary that she organized, but that didn't work. What brought the downfall of the center-left was the fact that all of the, the people that have experience in politics in the left wanted to become president, but the, the infighting was what broke everything. Otherwise, France might be looking at having taken part in what's been sort of loosely dubbed the social democratic turn that brought, for example, the SPD uh, into power in Germany and, uh, and the left coalition, the center-left coalition that exists today in Spain. I think that probably would have been fair. I mean, certainly it seems that uh, voting intentions were there, even though they got distributed differently in the end than they should have. What happened is that we have big personalities that really want to be president at any cost and they don't want to share the power and they want to be to be there and therefore um, on the left we have a segmentation that is like we have like five you had five different parties you cannot win the election against Marine Le Pen that um, has a very clear message it's very simple on the left the the left needs to reform and we need to have new faces because these old faces, they, they want power too much. So they will never be able to, to unite the left. And uh, we need a clear message and, um, and a clear ideology. The, the left has an ideology crisis at the moment. And basically, the left has lost its voice and is not talking to the citizens anymore. I, I often joke about Spanish politics uh, saying that the Socialist Party in Spain is called PSOE, it's P-S-O-E, and it stands for Party, Partido Socialista Obrero Español. So it's the Workers' Socialist Party, Spanish Workers' Socialist Party. And I say they should remove the workers part of it because they're not speaking to the workers anymore. They are speaking to, um, to the middle class in the city, in the big city centers. And they completely forgot their raison d'être, their, their, 
they completely for, completely forgot why why they are on the left basically in france we have the like bobo and, and like the bourgeois bohème and like the paris scene most of these politicians they are completely disconnected from the reality of um like a, a miner in the in the north of france that well, there's no mining in the anymore so maybe it's not the best example but like of any like employee or factory worker in 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 remote areas of france that are struggling to make to meet um, to make ends meet at the end of the month a good example is the candidate for the french socialist party in the presidential election Anne Hidalgo. she's the mayor of paris and most of the the reforms that she brought to paris are things that are of interest to the people that can afford to live in the city center of paris and not and every anyone can can afford that um, but there, she's not tackling the issues like that um, that are need, that are really needed by the by the population, um, like socially or uh, trying to improve education. Or she's not she's she's not meeting the the needs of these people. In the end, if if Marine Le Pen is doing so so well, it's because she's talking to the to the working class. She found them an easy enemy to identify, which is the foreigner. And um, and she pretends to bring them solutions. The the left the left doesn't. Marine Le Pen seems to have found this a similar formula to other populist and far right parties in appropriating a sort of a socialist style discourse about the evils of capitalism and poverty. It's peculiar because the original Front National was not a product of the same kinds of forces that produced other populist parties. It was more of a typically nationalist fascist party in, in, in terms of its grievances against foreigners and uh, its evolution after the war in Algeria. It was very much a product of the decline of French colonialism and French imperialism. And now Marine Le Pen sounds like a lot of the former communists that you find leading far-right parties in Eastern Europe and even in Italy, people forget that Matteo Salvini was a communist. He was part of the communist part of the Lega Nord. And, and he sounds very appealing to working class people because he has a strong sort of command of working class resentment, though he doesn't exactly have any kind of legitimate class analysis that would be typical of a more left-wing politician. Uh, Marine Le Pen is... Uh... She grew up in a castle, and she's not from the working class exactly. at all. Um, her, her, as you said rightly, yes, um, Front National was created by Jean-Marie Le Pen um, as a result of the of the colonial war in Algeria. And, and Marine Le Pen, for the past 15 years, has been operating a campaign to to clean the image of her party, to dissociate herself from her father. And um, and to appear less racist than than she is, and um, and she managed to basically she she already took most of the votes for, uh, from the uh, communist party, for example. She she's she is the the party of the working class and of the French that live outside of the big cities, basically. Uh, from the results that we can we can see in this uh, election, that's that's what's happening. Would you say that the Gilets Jaunes then were a big part of her uh, voting constituency this time out? Yes, the, the Gilets Jaunes movement started apolitical and slowly through fake news campaigns and uh, the work of social media. Maybe, maybe uh, you can also guess that R Russia's hand was behind that. 
slowly like this movement drifted to the extreme right and to the conspiracies and so on. Actually, the people um, that were like the left-wing people, uh, intellectuals also, that um, that were part of the Gilets Jaunes movement at the beginning, either left the, the movement or were kicked out because um, the movement became uh, more and more conspirationist and so on. And um, and Marine Le Pen has been a, has been very good, like uh, very efficient at uh, taking on these people and and bringing them to towards her. We see also that a lot of the votes in these uh, presidential elections, they are not they are not for her, but they are against Macron. A good example is the vote of all of the outermost regions of, of France in the Caribbean and in the Indian Ocean. Um, in the first round of the presidential elections, the people of uh, Martinique, Guadeloupe, uh, uh, Guyane, Réunion, and so on, voted majoritarily for Mélenchon, for France Insoumise. More than 50% of uh, these territories voted in favor of Mélenchon. And in the second round, more than 50% voted for Le Pen. So um, we cannot consider that these people are racist. They voted for Le Pen just because they, want, they wanted to vote against Macron. Do you think France will ever have a party that uh, that people can actually believe in, that they I- ideologically identify with and don't regard as simply being a convenient instrument at any given point in an elect- national electoral process? I wish. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is that I don't see any any politician right, right like right, raising to to the to the challenge and uh, i understand that it must be it must be very difficult for for anyone to get some space you have so many people so many politicians there that, that are fighting for for the presidency that um, if you are an independent candidate it must be very difficult to 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 get even um, speaking time but um, but I hope that we can find someone. Two weeks ago, when we had the, the first this first podcast together, I was saying that we have a we have a problem with re- representation. Um, the candidates that were running for president are not representative of the French population. So we need we need more politicians and we need new politicians, and we need politicians that actually come from the civil society and and can take on. Um, this establishment that is clearly more interested in their personal gain than uh, than in advancing the country as a whole. They don't have a, a project or an ideology. So we need new people, in my opinion. One final question, uh, and it goes to the issue of representation that you just raised and that we talked at length about in the, the last podcast. And that's the really interesting data that came out of the uh, France Insoumise vote. It turns out that Mélenchon garnered a very strong minority vote, and that that's where a lot of, for example, Middle Eastern originating French voters flock to. What do you think of that? Because he speaks to them a bit more. Um, in his team, his team is more diverse than the team, the teams of the other candidates as well. Mm-hmm. So his messages are a bit better. In the poorer neighborhood, you will see more, um, more like NGOs and. Um, that's that tend to to vote in the left as well, and so like um, you have all of these associations and NGOs and all of all of this organization that tends to vote for the left uh, in these neighborhoods. So the people in these neighborhoods tend to vote uh, left as well. I think that 
he was he 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 would be a good candidate to represent them, but he's he's a boomer, he's a white male. Yeah, uh, we need more representation. Even though he has he has people around him that that represent the minorities, I I don't think that it's it's enough. Also, party uh, France Insoumise really works like an old communist party, like it's really based on the leader and it's a party of activists, basically. So they have good ideas, but I, I can't wait for more more candidates. And um, I think we need, we need new people. We've lost in representation as well in the European Parliament because um, the kind of, like the, the type of election has changed. Um, we used to elect the MEPs by by regions, you had you had a, uh, an MEP for the um, region, the French regions in the Caribbean, and uh, one for the French region in French regions in the in the uh, Indian Ocean. Then you had center um, center of France, northeast, west, southwest, and so on. So people were able to elect MEPs that knew them a bit better. Now the the, the the kind of election that has changed and now it's a national election um a few a few years ago when this change was made i, I wrote an article saying that the voice of the french out of outermost regions was at risk of disappearing um because if we don't have representation if the regions don't vote anymore then there's no incentive for these meps to actually protect these regions in brussels so yeah, I don't, I don't think we are going in the right direction at the moment, and um, I hope that we can bring a bit more direct democracy as well in in what we are doing in France. France is the the creator of of democracy of of modern democracy, but I think that it's lost its way a bit, and uh, we would we should go back to the basics. We need a, a we need fresh air, I think, in France, and we need we need a, a bit of a renewal. Uh, Macron stood as the candidate of the renewal, and and we found out very quickly that he was actually um, an old person in the body of a of a young person. So Macron was not the renewal where everyone hoped for, and uh, that was that was pretty clear very fast. Um, so we need renewal. Max, this has been a hell of an enlightening conversation, just like the last one, and I'm really looking forward to following up on the uh, French legislative elections in June with you. Yeah, definitely. Cool. All right. Well, you've been listening to Left to Burn with Maxime Satané and Joel Chalit, and we'll be back with you again shortly.